0: Welcome to what really chaps my ass. This is my self-declared safe space for looking at one issue at a time, as long as I stick to my plan, explaining why it chaps my ass, maybe provide some solutions that no one will ever implement. And hopefully I can provide a little levity, a little humor along the way. So now on to the disappointment. Yes, I made it to Season 2, but seeing as I'm the only one in the room making the decision as to when Season 1 ends and Season 2 begins, you could take that for what it's worth. I thought that I'd start this season with an introduction of what I believe in, where I come from, and my overall approach to tackling current events, politics, and so on. I've titled the episode resetting the stage. Hello again. No, not you, Adele. When I started recording episodes, I never properly introduced myself to the dozen or so listeners out there. Again, thank you. But I thought that it might be a good idea to do so now instead of you assuming certain things along the way during my discussions, which granted, I haven't had any guests to date, but I hope to change that. So I was recently speaking with a friend of mine. Yes, I do have some. He mentioned to me that I've never really stated where I come from politically. So it's not necessarily an introduction or a reintroduction. I'm not sure what it is, but I've alluded enough to what I believe during my episodes so far. I haven't really given enough, I guess, context for you to more properly judge whether it's worth listening to me or not. But I also don't think it's that simple. even though you may know where I come from, doesn't mean that you should or shouldn't listen to what I have to say. So while today I will attempt to create my book cover with lots of footnotes and illustrations and so on, I still will ask you to crack open the book to listen because covers never tell the full story. And then again, maybe that's the point. I've never really considered myself a meme type of person when it comes to serious topics. Very seldom have I thought that a politically driven meme, for example, speaks for me 100%. And so anytime I've posted anything politically on Facebook, I have felt the need to really, really explain myself. And memes or short posts don't really tell the full story. And those that have taped their eyes open long enough to read my posts can tell you they've sometimes had flashbacks to when they read war and peace or some Jane Austen novel. Now that I've stopped posting politically on Facebook, largely anyway, except for really easy short ones that do tell the full story, at least in my opinion, I've turned to podcasts as my avenue to reach those that care to listen. Or even instead of taping their eyes open, you might want commercial grade earplugs or ultimately in protest, you may want to emulate Van Gogh. I'd really rather you not go that route unless you can hear super, super well out of your right ear. Wait a minute. It's yeah. Van Gogh did cut his left off. Yes. Yes. So here are some things that I want you to know about me to understand where I come from on a political, economic, social, and just basic human level. First, I hate hypocrisy. I look for it in everything that happens on a political level. I also try really hard to set more of an equilibrium between the two opposing angles that someone's arguing when I look at them because all too often, politicians cry hypocrisy about something that is an unfair and ridiculous comparison. Hey, how come you didn't like the price of milk when it was that and it's a Saturday? Like what the hell do those have to do with each other? I also find that the opposing figures of those pointing out hypocrisies do very little to point those things out because they often have their own points to make and games to play. Second, I hate lies, but I hate the perpetuation of a lie much more deeply to my core. I think about it this way. You know, when your kid gets caught in a lie, right? And they try to work their way out of it by telling another lie and then another, or just saying that's not what I said or some bullshit like that. This should tell you why most of my episodes have been centered around Trump. And yes, my probably hatred of him. And third, I try to be respectful and not assume the worst, which kind of seems runs counter to my prior statement about hating Trump. So when I get angry, and that anger is directed at a person or people, please know that I will have tried really hard to calling people out or pass judgment. I really try to not do those things. And all that said, the the third the three points that I made, I know I'm not perfect. I know that I am sometimes a hypocrite. I do pass judgment prematurely about people. I am often wrong. I swear at my kids. To borrow a line from Louis C.K. If you haven't at least given the finger to the back of your kid's head, you either have a nanny or you're full of shit. I absolutely agree with that. I'm not necessarily proud of any of those things, although it does feel good flipping off your kids. Trust me, if you haven't already. But I continually make efforts to better understand opposing viewpoints because I believe it's critical to see another way. Because if I only listen to myself or one source of information, I find myself rapidly losing brain cells. So I grew up without really knowing anyone who was not a white Christian. I knew that the Jewish Community Center was around, but even as late as middle school, I really had no idea that Judaism even existed beyond the Old Testament. I had to wait until high school to talk to anyone my age that was black. Then I went to SUNY Buffalo, which had about 30,000 students, and talk about shell shock. My world opened up to so many different walks of life that I may have read about, watched a TV show about, or quite frankly, made incorrect assumptions and stereotypes about. But I'd never had to face them in real life. And after college, I moved to Long Island and then to New York City. And after about 10 years there, I moved down to North Carolina. That's all boring. The point I'm trying to make with that is that it really did set the table for how I approach things. And while I haven't traveled the world, I am fortunate enough to have met and become friends with so many different types of people that have allowed me to believe the best in people, in hope, in another way, even when I don't want to see it. I generally can't stand pigeonhole terms like Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, because none of them fit me. And I challenge any of you who can really say that one of these terms fits you to a T. I also know that our two party system is likely the best way to maintain stability of our republic. So I'm certainly gonna call it like I see it with these terms. And quite frankly, I'm fucking sick of one group using another group's name as the definition of evil. This is not one group I'm calling out. This goes across the board. So now, I'm going to kind of go rapid fire to expose you to five short examples that help shape my thinking and what you can likely expect in future episodes. One, I'm a Catholic, but I don't practice as much as I'd like to sometimes. And then sometimes I practice too much for my taste at other times. I will not ever try to force my beliefs onto someone else. Shit, I don't even discuss religion with anyone else. I'm not offended and I don't think we're under attack by the radical left, by communists or anything else. I don't think that non-Christians are evil, misinformed, unintelligent, misled, unsaved, or anything else. I mean, what the fuck makes me think that I know more than you? Have I met God? I'm recording the podcast, so no, I haven't. Can I prove he exists? No. I base my thinking on provable points and not just my beliefs. End of discussion for me on that topic. Two, I believe that human beings have negatively impacted the environment in a material way, and we have to do more to combat climate change. To believe we can't impact the environment in a very catastrophic way is just buying into this, AOC is nuts and wants to kill American jobs, Green New Deal, blah, blah, blah. It's ridiculous. We absolutely affect nature around us more than we think to suggest that green energy would kill American jobs is absolutely short sighted. But hey, you can run for office on the premise of not killing American jobs, right? Because you can promise anything for a short period of time. So what sense does it make for a two year, four year, six year term elected officials to make a push for cleaner energy that supposedly will hurt American labor? Now, who gives a fuck about a tree if I can't work? This is so ill conceived. Why does it not make sense to support renewable energy? You know, this is renewable. Oil is not, ever. Creating energy sources that never run out and do not negatively impact the environment, please help me understand how this isn't the only path forward. Three. I am emphatically fiscally conservative and socially liberal. That means that I care about the deficit. I don't like wasteful spending and could give a shit less what you do in your private life, who you love, who you marry, or what you consensually do with others. If it's your body, you're the boss. With the obvious premise that you do not impact my life, meaning don't kill people, molest people, hurt people, cause strife, unrest and so on. So I believe fundamentally in the right to choose. I believe in gay marriage, equal rights for all people, period. I also believe that we shouldn't just hand out money to those with less. So before you go on thinking I'm another pinko commie, think again. But here is the thing. When given the choice to spend more money on defense or to provide for example, free internet to those less fortunate, which is a better spend? Consider that we outspend the next five nations combined on defense or something like that. And I'll wait for your answer. 3A really in this that I just thought of was don't try to depend on me for certifiable facts. A lot of it's going to be based on my memory of what I understand to be correct. I am not a fact checker, although I believe that I am accurate in saying things about defense spending. We spend a lot. Is it important that we have the best and brightest and all that? Yes, however, how much more do you need? Isn't there a plateau somewhere? Fourth thing that you should know, social injustice is a very real issue that permeates every nook and cranny of society. No, it's not just about being for cops or against cops and law and order and all that, and no, I am not woke, whatever the fuck that means. Anyway, that has been taken out of context dramatically over the last year. At least it's this negative connotation that, oh, all of a sudden you're woke. For me, it simply means that I have become more aware of the struggles of others. I have become more aware that just because someone else has struggled, it doesn't mean I caused it, but it also means I shouldn't ignore it. I have become more aware that yes, it is possible that our criminal justice system needs massive, massive reform. I have become more aware that not everyone has a fair shot at life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness not even close and five yes while i absolutely value all opinions i will work tirelessly to convince you that i'm right i will come at you with logic not court cases or verbatim clauses from the constitution or one source of news or crazy crackpot theories or just my gut I will research tons of shit and angles and listen to tons of interviews and read tons of stories and listen to those that I can't stand to hear and I'll mute those I love to hear. But I will come at you with motivation. I am passionate about what I believe. No, what I know to be right. If I am given the privilege of speaking with you and you don't agree with me, I will still try to convince you to draw on our similarities and common human nature and goodwill to convince you that I'm right, but respectfully. And while that is not what really chaps my ass this week, I am happy to have put this out there for you to listen to. So at least you'll know where my heart is at when I speak. You'll know that I won't give up trying to speak to more people because I truly believe that I have a good message that almost everyone can hear and on some basic level agree with. So until next time, thank you for listening to the episode. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show when you get a chance. It helps us to reach more listeners in their searches. You love it? Let me know and share the podcast with every single person you know. Bust into their phone and subscribe for them. And if you hate it, step up to the counter, order what you want, slide to the left, pay, and leave. And don't you dare ask for bread.